Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. And that's Sarah. Over there. Hello. And we're two anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. If you believe normal is boring, knowledge is power, and laughter is the best medicine, this is the podcast for you. Join us. Let's dive in. You get to go first. No, you're first this what? time. What are you even talking about? Are you about? sure? Yeah, no, I am. I think you're wrong, but I'll take it. I don't think so. Because you did sleep sickness last time second. I did Gosh, I Brittany Griner first. That's right. First. I mean, I can go. Let me, let me pull my shit up. Hold on. Pull your shit up. I'm going to pull my shit up. You know what? I've been really disheartened that. Um, I like how you say disheartened. Posting our podcast about Brittany Griner has not released Brittany Griner. Well, has led to a lot of hateful comments being posted on our Instagram that I've had to delete instantly. Has it? Mm-hmm. Really That's hateful super stuff. Super frustrating. Awful. Yep. You know what? Stop it. We don't care. This isn't the podcast for you. Go away. It's not the podcast for haters. There's plenty of other places to go. Okay, so first of all, I'm doing more of a recent event, a current event. I don't. Ooh, we'll pause. Sorry, I don't know. Oh, I don't think we've started the video. All right. There we go. We have two videos going. It's very complex in here. I don't know which camera to look at. So I'm going to do a current eventy thing. Oh my God, mine's a current I'm eventy kind of thing too. I, I was like really anxious that we would be doing the same thing. I don't know. It's about time. It's been a while it since we've been. done twin podcast topics. It's happened twice before. Scientology okay. and Sasquatch. You're right. That's uh-huh. great. I know. Like, what are the odds? Twice. <laughs> um, so I'm going to talk about the... I'm like, is it I know, I know. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the deadly crush and soul oh God. on Saturday night. It's too soon for me. I know. Okay. So I'm glad you didn't do this topic. No, I feel like for me, I, when it's something that really is upsetting, I have to get some distance mm-hmm. because just it's things rough. need to settle. Well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, process for me, process for them. I'm like, gonna dig it up for you right now. Everybody, you know, because so it's like was, people are still going through it. So I think we have to just be sensitive. This was well, it's my topic, so too bad. So well, we can be sensitive on yeah, your topic. We are sensitive on my topic. Wow, <laughs> we are sensitive on my topic, and it's important to talk about it. And I'll tell you why it's important to talk about it in a little bit. So this is in South Korea. If folks didn't know what this was i saw a bunch of um news articles about it did you see like it was confusing to first figure out what happened uh because of how it was reported and it was very confusing i guess i think it's still confusing about how the events unfolded yeah i as i do i watch way too much right that's what i do when something like that happens Mm -hmm. i uh, obsess over it and watch and read everything i can Mm -hmm. and Yep. That's what's wrong with me. (laughs) So this was on just one of the things. (laughs) Saturday night of that Halloween weekend, um, 150 people died, mostly um, young adults, uh, in a deadly crush. And that's what confused me because it kept us saying crush. I'm like, what does that mean? I've heard that term used like in incidents in the UK right. that have involved with um what they call football games. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
So right. that's where I've heard that term. So I think it's like a, a UK term. And this one definitely triggered the um, your other topic of the fire. Uh, station fire. Station house fire, yeah. Um, so mainly young people out on Halloween weekend. They were all gathering in South Korea's capital of Seoul. So it's big party spot, narrow streets, very popular place to go. Not uncommon for a lot of people to be out. However, there was more than 100,000 people that night in the area, which was way more than normal. And this neighborhood um, is served by a metro station. And so there were streams of people coming from both ends of this narrow main street that people were going on. And what ended up happening was from like 5 p.m. on, the street just started getting more and more packed. And here's a picture of the the packed like how packed it was and there's nowhere to go like once you're in that street you're stuck until you get to either end so what ended up happening um part of the most one of the most disturbing things about this was that people started to get panicked in the middle they started to feel like they were being crushed like they couldn't move can't breathe can't breathe and they um there were many calls to the police at this point saying that they couldn't get out that there was there was panic that people were struggling and and that happened before it started even getting into a crisis oh, wow. so police were called um and yet nobody was sent for help at that moment like there was no immediate help mm-hmm. uh even though the police were very aware of the event that was happening that night they were stationed all around the district, but nobody came to those distress calls. And I don't use. think they were prepared for that no. number of people. This was the first Halloween event since lockdown. Oh, and mm-hmm. so, so many people were just excited to be out and celebrate and have mm-hmm. fun. So this was an alley off of the main road. And um, they there was only one police officer in the area um, at the time. And there were... They started getting calls. A police officer asked if the caller meant that people like weren't flowing well, like maybe it was like congested. And the caller said, um, no, people are getting crushed, falling. And then they're, you know, what if there's a big accident? Um, the caller responded, this is so chilling right now. The police officer told the first caller they would send someone to go check it out. But no significant reinforcements were sent for hours. Authorities said they had 137 officers on ground that night, but um, there was too many people in the area in general, Uh, but they still didn't, not even just there was too many people, they did not respond to the call. Video show people like starting to get into that narrow, um, uh, narrow alleyway, and then there were 10 more emergency calls within the next three and a half hours where they actually started releasing the transcripts, which was unusual for the police to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so next few calls came in about two hours later um, and onward throughout the night of emergency calls. Describing what some people said was stumbling, being pushed, getting hurt. Uh, one caller described uh, where there was like an incident near one of the nightclubs. Someone said, I feel like I'm going to get crushed. Many people are getting crushed. It's chaos. They begged, please help us. The caller was reassured that police were being sent, but records show they were not. And out of the 11 phone calls made to police, they only mobilized officers for four of them. 
The police did not dispatch anyone for in response to the calls made um, uh, at that kind of mid hour on, uh, or sorry, before. So leading up to that, when the crush really started getting chaotic, no one was sent. So the last call made, one of the briefest, the caller said, it feels like people are getting crushed here. Minutes later, it, the actual event or crisis happened. So people, the pathway kind of sloped in, hmm. um, sloped in on one end, um, and people started falling in, crowds pressing from both ends, oh. because what happened was the people on the ends and like I had to like actually watch a video of the street to it see. On both sides. Well, sloping on one end here. But what happened is everyone's just trying to go in. And when you're on the far end, you have no idea what's happening in the center. So everyone's just coming in like nothing's wrong while people in the middle are getting more and more crushed. I know. It's so scary. So scary. Do you want to add anything? Well, I, I mean, yeah. maybe you're going to say. Yeah, you're so. fine. Go ahead. Well, you there's video you can see where the whole crowd is chanting, push push yeah push back out because they just want they were stuck and they just felt they like that move. was the solution to get out is to push their way people up people were so, starting to climb over each other trying to climb up to yeah get i saw a video of one guy but they didn't show the end of it i'm like i i it's i was trying terrifying. to imagine because i always put myself in those situations yeah is like I don't have a lot of arm strength. Like I know. I was trying to climb a wall. I would be knocked up down. A wall, I would have. And then he's like climbing over this like big neon sign, and I'm like, did he get escape? Did he fall back in? Because I'm imagining if it was me, I think I would have to give up at some point and just like, damn it, I tried, you know. Well, and that's what's maybe so they'll crowd surf me out. I don't know. That's what I'd be hoping. Well, and I think most people like don't think it'll happen to them, or like, oh, I'll figure it out but like these I, know, are, I always think it'll happen these are me. like you know healthy young adults mostly like so it's not like they couldn't it was that they I mean well it's not that they physically couldn't protect themselves but they just couldn't. can't yeah <laughs> right well there's no space there's no yeah and when you're that tight like and then there's more and more and if you get knocked down you're just effed at that then point get trampled right so um Fire authorities said they started receiving reports that 10 people were pushed down under the crowd and experiencing breathing difficulties. So at this point, people are underneath people. Yeah. The first four ambulances were dispatched, followed by six more a few minutes later. But what was happening was that they were parking on the end and they can't get to the people who need help. Sure. And um, people began pushing from behind and there was nothing you they could do about it. People were suffocating, screaming, falling. Uh, there was just too many. And the one officer, um, I actually have something from him specifically, but it was really just, I couldn't imagine because he was there like trying at the end because he's hearing from the calls about what's happening in the middle. So he's trying to tell everyone over here, like, go the other way. Like people are dying and people aren't, don't understand. There's not enough of him to be able to stop people. So the scene, there was dozens of people attempting CPR on each other um, because there was nobody able to help them. There were many dead in the street. Um, I'm thinking here, where is the total? It was about 59 people had died at about 2.30 in the morning, um, 120 dead total 
by the end of it all with 100 wow. injured. Um, that 100 injured went up to 150 by once everybody was out, which is just in an alley. <laughs> just getting crushed. That's a ton of people. 120. So Anna, a 24-year-old from Spain, was there, and she was saying that they were in a bar and were trying to leave, and they saw ambulances. Um, and at that point, it's like you don't know what to do, and you don't know where to go, and there's nobody like helping you. So you don't, yeah, you don't know if you're going right into the crisis or not, or how do you get out of it? Um, and even that would be pretty terrifying if you were there. Run away, run away. That's my <laughs> right. Right. So this was this was a really big deal um, in a lot of ways. Um, go ahead. Tragic loss of life. Horribly tragic. One of the saddest things. Well, maybe you're going to go into that when they went to go pick up the mm -hmm. belongings. Yeah. But initially seeing the photos of people like in their costumes still oh. like but just, you know, injured and distressed and, you know, on the ground and it's like such a, a joyous moment just interrupted right right you know so the inspector the who was assistant inspector who was on duty that night he said that he tried he said i tried to do my duty to help people unfortunately i wasn't able to do so and there was actually a video of him that people have praised on social media because he he is seen in the video like trying Thanks really best. hard yeah. See the one that went up on the balcony and was yelling at people yeah. to go the yeah. other way. Yep. Um, so he he very worried, frantically trying to get people to go the other way, to stop piling in, yelling, people are dying, everybody move this way, please cooperate. Um, he wasn't even supposed to be there. So, which I thought was interesting because it's like, oh, there's one person there, maybe he was stationed there. Um, he hadn't even been deployed to the streets that evening. So he just happened to be near nearby and came over mm -hmm. I probably saved a lot of people <clears throat> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well some questioned why didn't you go get a megaphone because nobody that. could hear that and he even questioned mm -hmm. that himself but I think in the moment well and just, it's happening so fast you're doing too. what you can in the moment I mean to to leave and come back is that yeah. better than to trying to help right now yeah like where's you know? that I mean I don't I don't think that we can like yeah. question in hindsight things that we did in the moment that were instinctive. Right. Well, and to me, like if there's someone there dying, like or you know struggling to be alive, I'm gonna do everything I can there. There. If leaving feels wrong, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, he said he was at the station waiting to be dispatched for any crimes that night. So there had been no mention of crowd control that night for anything of the Halloween stuff going on that weekend. Um, they received it, the altercation alleyway. Remember the one I said, the kind of outside the club or the bar. Um, so he went out to go investigate that. That was why he was there. So you did a topic about, um, I'm trying to think here. What was it called? Um, it was in South Korea, I believe. The, the Seawall Ferry disaster. Yes. In 2014. Hundreds and hundreds of school kids school drowned. School kids drowned because of it's horrific. So. Because of overcrowding, mm -hmm. um, and no, um, it no was a botched response right. for sure. Yeah, right. Um, for the rescue was awful and horrible. And this is 
really hit with um, the community there. They feel, especially the um, the youth there, the young adults there, feel very um, abandoned by their government for the the response or lack of response um, because they don't feel, you know, South Korea is like known for their for their youth pop stars and like that's internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, but when calls to police are made, things like that, it gets so far since 2014 it has been very poor response um to that age group and they feel that there's um some bias that and they feel overlooked yeah right so that has created a a movement of social activism for um, a lot of the the young adults there and there's been a lot of um uh rallies um since uh, the mornings and I think it's really important that when you have, you know, anger and rage and frustration or whatever it is that you do try to find a way to pivot to action Mm. with that. Mm -hmm. Right. And advocacy work is a great way to do that. Mm -hmm. So I, I just really, this hit so close to that other topic that you did and there was the bridge collapse that happened recently too. Um, oh, in India? Yeah. And that was an, another overcrowding where they let like, how many, it was like almost a hundred thousand people or something on, or even 200,000 on I, that bridge. I don't remember exactly how and many, I, I but they now. had just opened it from being repaired. So something was fucked up about that. Right. <laughs> we needed to see who was approving that permit or whatever. Yes. And well, did you see that the engineers for that um, do like they, they're not even bridge engineers who fixed it. They like do repair work on like other minor things, but bridges like big infrastructure is not even their area. So it was super weird that they were the ones doing it and that they signed off on it and then it collapsed like roller coaster repair people right right no it was so it was like they they listed off some things I'm like what (laughs) I would not feel secure having that company fix my bridge an ancient bridge it's like an ancient bridge that they were like yeah I mean with my fear of heights I wouldn't have stepped off (laughs) anyway but you you're trusting and Mm -hmm. you're like oh this is being reopened this is there were so many kids and I'm being told this is safe you know, right. You trust. You, you want to have that trust because, or else, how do you function in the world? You have to have some trust. Well, no, I don't US either. Super bad for bad infrastructure, but yeah, it's. Have you seen my bridge over here, High Bridge? Oh, that's super. It's bad. literally crumbling into the it's ground. Scary. Like they have whole sections now that you can't even uh, drive by or walk by. <laughs> like a whole part fell off, like within the last mm-hmm. few months. Yeah, it's it's bad. I just I just drive really fast when I have to go over it. I'm like, well, if it's my time, it's my time. But, but I'm like, pedal to the metal. When you're in traffic on it. No. Right. Well, no. Uh, you know, I have I had really bad PTSD <laughs> from the 89 Loma Prieta quake. And I did not cross over a bridge for an entire year after that. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I had legit PTSD and it was not even till a few years ago that I would go on the bottom mm-hmm. deck of the Bay Bridge from San Francisco mm-hmm. um, back over to where my mom lives now mm-hmm. in traffic like I've just been able to do that just in, in the last five years good job but 
I drive on the outer lanes, one of the two outer, <laughs> because in my mind, I'm like, okay, if it collapses, it's like where I choose my seat on the plane, <laughs> then like maybe I'll be able to, I don't know, like, get out or do something. Do like a James Bond move and like veer something. off and like jump out of the car. Something in my mind. Swimsuit, like a hot swimsuit, dive in. Feet on an airplane, choice. Well, I mean, conflicting. I've heard conflicting too. I've heard over the wings. I mean, in the front, it's just, to me, it's just common sense that that (laughs) nose is hitting first. (laughs) I mean, well, sometimes the ass tracks though. And that's true. (laughs) And and then also over the wings, the engines are at the wings. So I want to be near an exit. I like that. I like that too. Like, I like being like behind, but I don't like being in charge. That's be right behind it. That way you're the one of the first off. Also, if it breaks, (laughs) I don't want to get sucked out. So I want to be right. like close to it, but not too close. Right. So, but that's where you'd, you'd pick the aisle seat in the row right behind it. Then you're first one up waiting. Here I am. And then yeah. you let me off. Um, but you don't get sucked out the window. I might fly somewhere in May. <gasps> soon? May. In May? Where are you going? Which feels soon. I might I'm, fly home in May. I'm flying on Friday. I'm going to Pittsburgh. I haven't, I haven't flown for a long time. We'll see if it happens. I'll let you know if I survive. I'll, I'll probably find out if you don't. It'll probably be in the news. Right. Fair. Um, yeah. So moral of the story is that um, you should, I, people place trust in their government and systems to keep them safe. Question everything. Trust no one. I've, you know, never been in that um extreme of a crowd situation but i used to go to a lot of concerts and i wanted to be right freaking up front and i remember people like surging and pressing me forward like at those big arenas like thousands of people behind me and like the band start like you have your space but then the band starts and everyone's like Mm -hmm. and then you have to like push back and then it like creates a whole thing like if you got knocked off your feet and nobody noticed you like when I got kicked in the face at that one show and knocked out cold and nobody noticed that I was unconscious (laughs) on the floor like I can see how these things happen well and that was with the ex-husband in soul they came from both sides which like what yeah. do you do like you're literally just being sardined yeah yeah oh, it's heartbreaking. heartbreaking i mean when the footage of the relatives going oh. to that um yeah the vigil place no the place to pick up the belongings oh right, right and how they had it all just like neatly laid out it was just like oh mm-hmm. god it was like phones and purses and shoes and just all super organized right. and just now you guys are organized and have a plan <laughs> after <laughs> right well, there was so many like there were so many government apologies like after but that's like at at that point it's like i mean at least they're apologizing sometimes well, our government does not, not even take that step. and i think that might have our been government likes to go oh why no they released, it was their fault it wasn't me that might have been why they fault. released the the recordings and stuff too may just be like let's go fully transparent and just apologize I think you have to because you have to be like we fucked up yeah and and i get i get that you can't plan for everything however when you have that many people in a public area you did people are calling yeah that's for help for me like okay you didn't have enough people set up in the first place i get it okay that could happen right unexpected crowd surge but when people call you need to send people the fact that your job for hours hours 
Uh, like trust people when people people don't like to call the police so they're calling the police worried listen to them listen to them i felt that at disneyland before why did you have You're, there just the, that experience of so many, so people, many people coming in from different ways yeah and we were actually next to the family swiss family robinson treehouse and mm. got to like walk up the treehouse mm. and get out of it right but i think i still have a photo of the crowd and it was at a scary level and i'm like thinking did you feel uncomfortable i just feel like they sh- there's a cutoff point that disneyland should you know like and not be greedy yes like a lower cutoff point of the maximum capacity and that wasn't happening i really one of the most enjoyable things about covid was they did limit crowds they did i enjoyed that i liked having space around yeah. me i liked having a marker on the floor that told people how far away from me, me they needed to stand i love i love being able to look at it and look at them and look at, them, look at them and they knew and they'd step back and they were upset about it but they knew that they they were in the wrong i would just turn around and go yes <laughs> Yeah, I'm still that way. Like, I, you, there's just, if there's not a need, back up. Just get off of me now. There is plenty of space. And if there's not, and I call the police, you better answer the phone. Too many All right. people in elevators. Oh, no, oh, no, yeah, no. Like, I will step out of the elevator. Yeah, I I, I will not. I do. It's <laughs> my work office. We have the scariest, sketchiest elevator that makes all the noises when you go oh. up it and you're like, one I day, have no problem <laughs> stepping out or take saying, no, your family of 10, go ahead yeah. with all your luggage. I'll take the next one. I've I've done before where I'm like, actually, we're full. I don't mind telling other people it's full either. Like, sorry. I like taking the stairs. Honestly, if, if it's not like 15 floors <laughs> up and I have suitcases, I will take the stairs. It's I'm excited good, for you to ride on the plane. I didn't yeah. say I was good. I said I was thinking about it. I am contemplative stage of change. <laughs> it has been something I've been thinking about doing. Cause I'm like, you know, you gotta die sometime. Maybe I'll die going to California to see my family Maybe instead live, of taking so. two days to yeah. drive. Two days on the front and back end of a vacation means a lot of vacation days I have to take. Right. Instead of I could just like zip down. Yep. I do some exposure therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've done it before. Mm-hmm. I didn't fly for 15 years and I exposure therapied myself mm-hmm. and it worked. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, I just need to every six months fly somewhere. <laughs> and then I didn't fly again until now, maybe. Maybe now. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for your topic. Yeah. It's another topical topic. Ooh. I, I can't say good. Or are we cutting it this time or sure. not? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a little personal. Um, it's titled, What the Hell, Elon Musk? <laughs> <laughs> because I personally feel let down. So uh, for What's me, the title within the title, right? Within the title. Yeah. For me, so deep. Revered genius electric car guy to. Twitter super creep. I'm gonna present a timeline. Super creep, okay. super creep. I used super to put creepy. yeah. I used to put Elon Musk on a pedestal. I even quoted him with reverence during mm. my artificial intelligence. I remember topic. Right. 
I bought Dogecoin. Oh, have the times <laughs> have changed? Do you want to say that again? I bought Dogecoin. You're saying that again? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so How'd that go? <laughs> Down? Down real fast. Down dog. All right. <laughs> Down doggy. Uh, super brief bio, because you don't. In case know, you don't know, who in case you live is. under a rock and don't know who Elon Musk is, we are the exact same age. Um, I Interesting. am one month older than him. Let me um, <laughs> don't release the age at all, but that's a frame of reference. That's all that, that matters. I know. <laughs> no, I, I, I think age is fine. We we're both born in 71. Mm, uh, good year. I think he's a Gemini. June. I'm a Taurus. The better. Better. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> ages, <laughs> all ages are beautiful. I'm here to bust ageist bullshit. Yes. So a brief bio. He's the founder, CEO, and chief engineer of SpaceX, who I used to be super nerdo space. Hey, cool. Space into especially since NASA got quiet on the lot. I followed all their shit, all their launches, all their failures. I was like, yeah, this could be a thing, you know, commercial space business. Um, Ob CEO, product architect of Tesla, founder of the Boring Company, which, which is super the underground, which was going to uh, do tunnels. this cool commuter tunnel system. I thought, so wow, did, right? What a witty name, the Boring Company. Um, I even <laughs> almost bought the year he was selling the flamethrowers. Oh, right, right. Who doesn't need a flamethrower? Because it was just like this odd eccentric. And it was like only 150 bucks. And exciting. It was exciting. Like I could own a flamethrower. Think of all the things I, I could do in my alley to, with one of those. I had a discussion about flamethrowers too at that time. And, yeah. and I almost, I was convinced. I wanted a boring hat. I mean, I was oh, all right. in. I was all in. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so... Musk is the wealthiest person in the entire fucking world. He has an estimated net worth of around 195 billion. Billion. Which I can't even understand what 1 billion is. Well, that's the whole thing is like, you can't. <laughs> and I've had so many people say like, let me explain how a billion is bigger than everything else. And like, I go and I, I, I get a million. Listening. I can get, I can wrap my hands and well, head okay. around a There's million. Hundreds of thousands up to that point. But it's like... <laughs> A hundred million million? Like what? <laughs> like that's all too much. Uh, he has 10 kids. Slip that little fact in there. And that's just 1 billion. And he has 195 billion. Billion? Yeah, that's why I'm like billion dollars. Like I need to see it in grains of rice. Like that's mm -hmm. how I understand the world. Like yeah, I went to this, visible. this like, uh, museum once and they had this whole display of grains of mm -hmm. rice and it was like this is how many stars are in the galaxy and i was like okay i get yeah, it, I see it. <laughs> yeah, it's I a see fucking it. lot it's a lot of grains <laughs> of rice like we show need, me like, a billion in grains of rice i'm gonna look it up <laughs> keep going see if there's a billion in grains of rice yeah <laughs> like would it fill this room or would it be like more Okay, I'm going to look up a billion grains of rice and see what that looks yeah, like. Yeah, I need a vish. Okay, keep going. Okay, so I did a topic on the Thai uh, cave rescue. And watch that. Did you watch the movie, The Ron Howard? 
Or did you watch the original documentary stuff? The new one. Oh, Jeff Bezos. That's a $122 billion. $122 billion. Well, Elon has more. 100000 More rice than that. I got to show Sarah, too. Okay, so it's, it's a lot of rice. Got rice, Especially com- comparatively, yeah. Do you remember E-Bombs World? No. Never mind. If you know, you know. Oh, sorry. You, sorry. Okay, something's happening. That was more than I intended. <laughs> it's gone on to other things. <laughs> Suddenly we're seeing like some rice sex or I don't know what we're seeing there. Wait, can I? Uh, yeah, do you want to say a thing? a really good thing. My okay. dad actually posted this on Facebook. He just posted this recently because of Powerball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 1.9 bill. To put things in perspective, your odds of winning the Powerball are one in about 300 million. If you pick one second out of, hold on. If you pick one second out of 300 million, it would be over nine years of seconds. But I'm still going to take my chance. Wait, because my s- second is there somewhere. Can did you your dad, so did dad buy a Powerball ticket? Yeah. Is that what he said? Basically, <laughs> yeah. Did you get that? No, that can you say it one more? I need it one more time. It was a little deep for me. Yeah. Okay, so your odds of winning the Powerball are one in about 300 million. If you pick one second out of 300 million, it would be over nine years of seconds. Oh, that's a lot of seconds. Nine years of seconds is 300 million. Oh, wow. So you can kind of like. So how many years of seconds is 195 million? (laughs) Is that my lifetime? Oh, my God. Uh, um, I have not bought a Powerball ticket. I have not either. Have you said no? <laughs> I'm hoping my dad wins. Yeah, if your dad wins, you're you're, you're golden. great. Yeah. <laughs> so during the disowned one or the other, <laughs> right? I watched this thing, you know, like a hawk. I was all in, and there was these amazing like British cave rescue experts that were the only ones in the world that could possibly help because one of them happened to also be an anesthesiologist. It was like stars aligning they were the really the only people that could get these kids out and that understood the risk so elon musk wanted to like be a part of things Mm -hmm. and so he like had his team like overnight or whatever designed this like submarine thing that he thought he could put the kids in and and take them out but he really didn't wasn't understanding the scope of the thing Mm -hmm. and so when um the british cave guy said it was like not gonna work uh, Musk attacked him and called him a pedo guy, like a That's pedophile. Right. I remember that. Yeah, they like yeah. slammed him on the internet. A pedophile, like what? Mm-hmm. Like completely out of line. It seemed childish to me. I was like, "That's really well." It's a childish because response. He knew that the guy could be right and got super offended that anyone would doubt him. That's the narcissism. He's mm-hmm. such a narcissist. Mm-hmm. But I mean you just can't be like that like when kids lives are involved but you can't obviously yeah. um so I then it, so that was like kind of my first like what's happening with elon musk, elon musk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then in july of 2020 uh, he tweeted pronouns suck so this was really perceived by many including myself mm-hmm. to be a transphobic statement mm-hmm. And then in a separate but related um, tweet, he talked about how aesthetically displeasing pronouns were. 
And Grimes, who was dating at the time, you know, had at that time and has always had no problem with like conflicting mm-hmm. with Elon Musk on on Twitter. I I'm not on Twitter. I'm not a Twitter person, but I like see screen grabs of mm-hmm. Twitter stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, my son is obsessed with Grimes. Hopefully that's okay to say, son. <laughs> um so I I kind of like see things from like the Grimes point of view just because he's um, been all in with her as a <laughs> musical musical artist mm-hmm. he's also tweeted really dumb sexist jokes like in October 2021 he tweeted that he proposed opening a school listen to the acronym called the Texas Institute of Technology and Science. So what's that acronym? Texas Institute of Technology and Science. (laughs) I'll just cut to the chase. (laughs) It's tits. It's tits, people. It's tits. I was like, (laughs) T-I-S, no. And so someone even responded, well, we could switch the science and technology. And he was like, no, it has to be technology and science. And then in, in, he added in the thread. Schools go by their abbreviation all the time. Like, it on. will have epic merch universally admired. So super dumb, super sexist. So dumb. And, and we know that women have historically had a really difficult time, like making their way in science and technology fields. Mm-hmm. So it's just like to me devaluing. like devaluing devaluing right. keeping people down oh 150 million percent yes <laughs> when no, you have 195 billion i guess you don't need to pay attention to social cues. well that's and that's one of the things though is like once you're in that position like he gained a position of power and authority and then had no idea to do with the social aspect that came along with all that he was fine when it was about the business and then it's like people like me and then he gets weird yeah but yet he's still doing okay financially like he hasn't really hurt him yet yet Um, oh i was about to say i mean that doesn't mean anything in our world so in another childish thing and rude in april of 2022 (laughs) so this year He tweeted a photo of Bill Gates and wrote, in case you need to lose a boner fast. What? (laughs) What? Like, why? Like, why? I don't get it. And next to it, so it was like Bill Gates' photo on one side, just like, you know, a candid. And then next to it was like an animated, like, um, avatar thing that had like a big belly. I don't know. It was just pointless. Like, what's... Why are we being mean? well it's, it's like little kid bullying he humor gets, i don't say he gets i because most of these have stemmed from somebody like questioning his approach on something because i've seen i've seen bill gates talk about some things too but i don't think he knows how to handle that well instead of just defend your piece and then shut the fuck up man nobody cares I just about can't, your memes i just can't relate to i've never been a person that like posts personal like stuff online or even like vendettas or or emotional like calling people out like i have never in a million years done that (laughs) i I have been called out have you 
Yeah, in the roller derby days? Oh, Fuck yeah, I have. I I've been called out. I have been tore up from the floor. Up. I had an ex on social media. I had yeah, an ex on I had to create a whole new profile because I had an ex just start posting horrible things and tagging me. Were you? Were you? I chose to not respond in my mind, which <laughs> I was like, don't put fuel on the fire. But I don't think that's the world we live in. Like no. everybody now is meant to clap back. You're supposed to clap back. <laughs> what's up dance called chicken dance chicken dance back we're starting it i think it was my myspace and pretend they were saying stuff that was me like myspace we're taking it all the way back i'm saying i liked I liked my space. I like that I could have uh, pick a song. I could have pictures on my. I like that it was like dark. It was like your own website. Yeah. Where you were like color wise, aesthetically, it was dark. I liked that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could and you can make your own themes and stuff too. Like, like you can personalize it and like it was like your calling card about Facebook. I fucking hate Facebook. Nothing personal at all. Even even Instagram, you can't actually make the site personal to you it's like only your what you put in is personal mm-hmm. let's bring back myspace <laughs> you know right back then we life. hated it it was like we need something better than myspace well ask for what you want and be careful what you wish for yeah right in june of this year 2022 elon musk's transgender daughter legally changed her name to vivian jenna wilson getting rid of the last name Musk. Mm. She stated in the documents that the switch was motivated, quote, by the fact that she no longer lives with or wishes to be related to her biological father in any way, shape, or form. Dang. Musk's response, quote, relationships may change, but I have very good relationships with all the others. Can't win them all. (gasps) I was like, what the fuck? I mean, if one of my kids, like 10 kids, <laughs> if I was estranged from any of my children, I would be deeply distressed and trying to figure out a way to reconnect. As you should be. Yeah. Like, if I've ever had a fight with my kids, I'm immediately like, I'm so sorry. Like, oh, let's talk it out. I shouldn't have I said mean, that. What Are we good? I what I've read about him, that is just, he is not personable at all even in his personal life there's some i'm probably something it makes me confused why grimes would partner with him because from what i know of her which is nothing that's actual it's just what's out there she seems very intelligent artistic creative uh progressive so i'm i'm just unsure of that but mm-hmm. you know i'm sure she's got great reasons they have two kids x and y mm-hmm. together yeah. i mean that's their nicknames i can't right. pronounce their I actual names i don't understand how you pronounce an a and e melded together um are you ready for this one yes are you sure i mean we're here for it we're here for it i like that that's a good response i may not be ready but i'm here for it his company killed monkeys oh why we're animal lovers so a lot of this info came from an article on future in september of 2021 it became known that uc davis 
in California refused to release a cache of grisly photos of monkeys reportedly injured during experiments testing Elon Musk's Neuralink brain implant technology. I know. I think that the animals just makes me so sad. I mean, if you're not willing to put it, I mean, he might be willing to put it in his own children's brain, actually. So, I mean. So there were 371 photos of the experimented upon monkeys that took place in the school's veterinary lab facilities. Earlier in 2021, Neuralink, the company, admitted that one-fifth of the 23 rhesus macaque monkeys... Oh, I saw a bunch of those in Spain. They're so... On the island of Gibraltar. They're, like, very social. Mm -hmm. They were actually brought onto the island of Gibraltar to keep the soldiers company there. So one-fifth of 23, someone do the math, it used to... it. <laughs> they had you? to be euthanized because they developed infections and had malfunctions when they were used to test the brain hacking implants. The photos depict, among other things, necropsies of animals killed in experiments. So that's, I had to look that word up. It's autopsies, is what that means. So it really show like what the damage was. Gotcha. So the group that um, sued to get these photos released, you know, what were they called? There's some kind of advocates group. Hopefully I have them in here somewhere. But UC Davis thinks the public is too stupid to know what we're looking at. But it's clear that the university is simply trying to hide from taxpayers the fact that it partnered with Elon Musk to conduct experiments in which animals suffered and died. It's something physicians committee, something I think is two of the words. So Neuralink, Musk company paid UC Davis 1.4 million to use its facilities. As the press release notes, the school had already released hundreds of pages of documents which showed monkeys suffering from chronic infections, seizures, paralysis, and painful side effects after the experiments. So Neuralink, which their whole thing was uh, letting brains interact and communicate with computers, did acknowledge that monkeys died as part of the testing procedures, but denied allegations of animal cruelty. Neuralink stated that line is. All novel medical devices and treatments must be tested in animals before they can be ethically trialed in humans. Which so is, that's their justification. Yeah, but usually it has to have like a foundational research theory first. Like it, there has to be something before they start testing on animals. Like that's a different phase. Are you okay? Focusing <laughs> on my wine. Physicians committee. Is that what you said? Yeah. Is there like more words to that? It just says the physician. Oh, okay. Oh. I thought there were more words. Oh, for responsible something. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they really (laughs) are a group that is making sure that animal, uh, research involving animals is ethical, legal and ethical. Mm -hmm. Neuralink was testing bluetooth enabled implantable chips that were inserted into the monkey's brains 
And in April of 2020, they released a photo, which is really sad to look at and seems really pointless to me when monkeys' lives are on the line. But they claimed monkeys could play Pong, which was like the very first video game ever. And they they released a photo of the monkeys sitting there, not connected to the screen with like Pong there. So Neuralink claimed that monkeys could play Pong just using their minds. And they released a video of a monkey called Pager, a male macaque moving a cursor on screen without using a joystick to do so. And they, you know, released that proudly, but knowing that monkeys died to get to that, it's like, you have to weigh benefits and risks. Which I mean, I, yeah, that's how science goes, unfortunately, in our history books, but it like I'm not very impressed by that I want to know like what again intent and purpose like okay but why like what are you well the ultimate goal let me let me go to the end committee for responsible medicine Mm. ah that's it so the ultimate goal so the ultimate goal is you know like noble um, it's where a person with paralysis could use a device like a computer or phone using only brain activity. Okay. But do we need to necessarily research on animals when it's obviously very risky and the animals are dying? So this doesn't seem like it's safe research and all their alternatives. So that group that you just mentioned, their whole thing is looking at alternatives to animal research. Are there yeah. alternatives? And I know there's people that would volunteer for this shit. If there's over a hundred people that volunteered to go on a death mission on the Mars one bullshit to be (laughs) put put forward to a pod and sent to certain death to Mars where you have to eat seaweed grown in a petri dish and and like live in I a mean, pod i thought it i viewed it rather in a glorified way until you said that and i was like i guess she's right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did Neuralink look at are yeah. there human volunteers like people ever and- self-determination right if somebody feels this is a noble cause they want to put their life on the right, line right let them let them hierarchy to here just in terms of so like i get yes other alternatives outside of animals but most research for a reason starts with mice not saying that that's like better but i'm glad i didn't say guinea pigs because i would flip a table i i am a pet rat haver like but i mean people buy mice all the time and feed them to their pet snakes so like i'm just saying like could they have started because they used to do that i'm just saying if if five mice died in the experiment then maybe we don't move it forward to monkeys like why is that the first animal species you go to like i know but why but you should be able to show some sort of here first without significant loss or else you're what you're going to just put it in humans and be okay with the 75 percent of the population that dies first i love this discussion we're having i like the volunteer idea though oh super yeah i'd rather have that than animals any day and don't just like historically sometimes they've just gone to prisoners i don't like that either like don't do that like let's just 
Let's do a, a wide call for volunteers. There's enough idiots in the world to, I mean, and well, it's a it noble cause. I mean, I remember right. during COVID when they needed people to test that vaccine, there was doctors stepping up like, right, right. this is a noble cause. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's worth it to me. Either Put my life on the line for the bigger cause. Right. And that's, to me, it's such a wild card. It's like, what's that site that you can go on and like raise money for random projects and have people GoFundMe, Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. I mean, both of those, but it's like, Why don't you, I have one yet? you may get on board with one. That's like, great. I'm doing a good thing. Or you may just have your money stolen from you and you get fucked up. Like, I think I ordered something once that I never got. A prototype. <laughs> Sorry, it was supposed to be super cool. Because it probably never funded fully, except well, they got your money in their pocket and they walked away. Because that's all they have to do is not do it and they keep your money. Um, it's sketchy. It's super I mean, sketchy. I honestly forgot about it until now. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to look into that. Track that email back. <laughs> so in the in the lawsuit the committee alleges alleges that staff at the university removed pieces of the skulls of rhesus macaque monkeys and inserted electrodes into the animals brains the lawsuit alleges the monkeys were not provided with adequate veterinary care which sucks because UC davis is a veterinary college and Weird. that and trying to keep it well i think it was probably it under was probably the research side of it too like it's not necessarily their vet techs doing this you they know don't want their vets to know or the vets would be like mm, i would imagine a lot of people would have big issue with this if it was more public because i have never even heard of this and i you know how i heard about it my son told me about it right he knows everything because i was like <laughs> I think I'm going to do a topic on Elon Musk. What do you know? And he goes, that he killed monkeys. And I was like, what? I'm like on my phone. I'm like, he did kill monkeys. Bless the younger generation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get all the news headlines. <laughs> and he gets very specific ones, which like suit my needs for the Reddit. podcast. Reddit, gotta be. <laughs> so there was an unapproved substance, quote unquote, known as bioglue, which makes me feel very uncomfortable you, that made me instantly think of that like skin glue that you'd put to like skin heal glue. your glue. yeah like the band-aid like oh. you'd, you'd put it on it was like a super glue that would start it was like a liquid band-aid that's what it was oh i've ever used that yeah did it work yeah hmm, i just use super glue that's literally what it is <laughs> except for i think it might have some healing stuffy in there Instead just like Oh, I mean, I'm a just, little neosporin mixed in i there. mean i'm guessing but i honestly don't know that <laughs> it could just be super glue so the lawsuit alleges that this bioglue killed monkeys by destroying portions of their brain. In Neuralink's blog, the company did say one surgical complication involving the use of the FDA-approved bioglue, they had to throw that in there, um, was that monkeys were euthanized. Oh, here's the picture of poor little... What did I say his Pager? name was Pager playing the game. game. I, love oh, it. I know, but it's like it just seems so petty that they're dying for pawn. Like, why? Like that it just made me so I mean, so angry. Babies. Like again, like, okay, if he had like a big research, if he had a, if Elon Musk had his own research institute that was like its whole mission and heart was this, and like it was 
very public and transparent and there were you could see from start to finish how one piece went into the next justify it intent and purpose and but it's not it's like oh I had a whim that I want to do this thing that feels very purposeful but like where does it go where did it end why um is it going to go anywhere from here was it just because you, you had board? is this the board company all, all over again boring boring sorry <laughs> but is he bored he's just bored and I've often He's thought a very busy, very busy guy. Tried to put myself in the mind of an Elon Musk, who has is the CEO of like about it. many, many companies. And I'm imagining like my own job, clinical director. I have lots of programs, but it's not lots of companies. And I have a hard enough time like keeping track right, right. of all that. Like you have to put your trust in other people. And he doesn't though, from what I've heard of him. From like you can't keep track of he that. He micromanages like a mofo really? and is very like, things are very- He doesn't he, sleep. He I've had, read that. He had a secretary <laughs> who was like totally ride or die for him for like a really long time when he was starting off. And she kept like, there was like this issue with scheduling where she like couldn't make something work and in that point like there was this moment of humanness where you'd be like okay and he worked with her through that because that's what you do when somebody totally gives Did up have everything babies for you her? no he didn't instead he he let her go and hired someone else who could do what he asked of her and it was just just the cutthroatness like there was no personal it was all every decision was a business decision i can't publicly allegedly um, it wouldn't be Not valid like because you have to do a face-to-face -face assessment no, I mean, like does he have one i mean i doubt he would like, share that publicly is it not i mean unless he's a bad therapist probably not i i didn't look that hard into his bio to be um h yeah so it's a good question <laughs> we're just right we're just wary i saw that he like he was as of like the last two days he already like blocked a, um that one comedian chick for talking bad Kathy about Griffin. Twitter. Right. that was today She's that was extreme. today I know. I, know. I saw that, and I I didn't feel protective because I actually I'm not think she's kind of obnoxious. I'm not protective, but like oh. but the point the, the, the principle that okay she yeah. mocked the new owner and now he blocks her. It yeah. feels again just so that? petty and dumb. Which brings me to my last topic on my timeline. Timeline. Elon Musk just bought Twitter for forty four billion dollars. And who cares? Just kidding. But go ahead. Well, people care Ooh. because people are fearful that he might revisit Twitter's anti-trans hate policy all in the name of free speech. So this little That's been weird about that next bit. Well, historically, you know, he said pronouns suck. Right. They're aesthetically unpleasing. Well, isn't there the whole thing, too, with the. Um, and his trans daughter disowned him. I don't I don't know. I mean. I don't know anything beyond the headline. And he's made so I don't statements want to read Russia it. too recently about the geopolitical stuff. So this little bit is from um, the magazine article by Samantha Rydell. So it's been a little over one week after Elon Musk um, acquired Frit Twitter. Fritter. 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 <laughs> Fritter. Yeah. I can't wait for this new social media to start. <laughs> Maybe that's the new Fritter. <laughs> the new thing. Oh my gosh. If we only, I mean, 
So um, what I was trying to say, I made a portmanteau between Twitter and Frozen because Twitter froze immediately some of their moderation tools because they're looking at reviving, revising, removing rules related to hate speech on the platform, especially anti-trans hate speech and misgendering. So some employees of Twitter recently um, came out and so they'd been locked out of backend dashboards that would allow them to moderate accounts that push this type of misleading rhetoric and hate speech. So this move comes as part of a larger process of locking down code during the process of transferring ownership. So I sort of get that, like, let's just put a pause on things like regrouping and all that. But what has happened as a result is that there's been an e increase in hate speech coming out during this transfer of power. So I get you want to reduce insider risk, as um, this Twitter head of safety and integrity said, like, that's what the lockout from the moderators is about. But a lot of bad things have happened. So mm -hmm. since that happened, use of the n-word surged by 500 percent oh my gosh basically and they're not pulling those posts when they get posted right they've shut down that moderation and it's been said like yeah it's a transfer of power they don't want their own internal people to have a platform so they shut down the people that's who so moderate stupid. access that's so stupid. that's so dumb because assuming that your people aren't going to do their job is also not a great way to run the your business you're showing immediately that you have no well, faith you in your fire people and then yeah no trust in them you're <laughs> going to cut them off and and knowing that that's going to increase risk for harm other way but your personal fear of damage to yourself is more of a concern for you I don't like that. Go so away. there's been a deluge of anti-trans rhetoric, like immediately. Mm. Um, what if he boycotts our podcast? You know how famous we'd get so fast. <laughs> please, we have our tribe. We don't. We don't want come, hate. Come <laughs> boycott us, Elon Musk. Everyone will all of a sudden know our name. <laughs> Talk shit about us. I don't care. Go ahead. I mean, they say, yeah, right. there's nothing that's bad publicity. I'm all for so it. So Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire wrote last week, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to start misgendering again. And no. on her account, how libs of TikTok, Chaya Ratchik wrote the word groomer over a dozen times in one tweet and said she felt like a kid in a candy store following the sale. While Donald Trump wrote on the far right Twitter clone Truth Social, I didn't realize Twitter had a clone. He said, quote, Twitter is now in sane hands, unquote. <laughs> it's amazing. It's just amazing. I have no words. And um, <laughs> when Nancy Pelosi's husband was attacked by a hammer wielding. Um, attack right there. recent yeah yeah this was just Her recently got, the <laughs> yeah so musk um shared a homophobic conspiracy theory 
right after that he did end up deleting it but because it's wow it was put out there and you know there's record of that he's a million oh, followers he, he or, can delete what he wants when he doesn't think it goes over well. yeah and i watched video of that couple on the who's uh removed from the plane recently oh yeah I saw, I saw. and they called musk a fucking king while they're being kicked off their plane so i think but we don't like musk anymore well i think a good judge of what you're putting out there is who are you attracting who is mm -hmm. in your tribe that's it i mean that's what you we know, tell teenagers right let's yeah. go back to basics here because yeah. that's what we tell teenagers who are your friends that you're hanging out with because that, i'm gonna judge everything i think you're doing based on the friends <laughs> i see around you who are you hanging out with right who are you hanging out with why is that kid in my house Who's raising each other up or right like, you're doing drugs them. now i know <laughs> i love it so uh, wrapping up here, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern um, in remarks at a summit on national security disinformation and online extremism this week said, while I haven't had any opportunity to engage directly with Mr. Mux, why not? The point that I would make is that social media and platforms like Twitter have a huge responsibility they can be a force for democracy, a force for connection and for good, but also if misused, true. they can do a huge amount of harm. So I felt like that really captured because right. I'm trying to like process all this and like figure out like, what is my perception? What, where do I stand? And I feel like that was it for me. Like I'm a huge advocate for free speech. I don't like my information controlled. Mm -hmm. But I think there does, we do need to consider limits on hate speech, extremist hate speech yeah. when it's a power, powerful platform like Twitter, Twitter mm -hmm. because it can actually contribute to and lead to actual violence and suicide rates, suicide towards marginalized minority people. And so responsible platforms like should real outcomes. Yeah. Make it a safe place for everyone as a recent example i just absolutely have to say you know conway i gotta bring conway i gotta bring kanye oh, back in yeah did you say conway because i did really i'm making another that. portmanteau um i love it i read all about him after, after yeah so he spewed his anti-semitic garbage mm -hmm. uh, and then because he has such a following and a fan base that hate spread like poison Contagion you could see it growing so and its fans were on that la overpass like just spewing hate towards the jewish people and it was really terrifying i was super glad that adidas, adidas dropped him i know we were talking yeah. about that i remember because yeah, they did it coincidentally each of my children separately had adidas orders on the way and i was like okay well you know Canceling. those packages may arrive and we may be sending them right back but they did that and i'm like okay we we can wear our, our adidas and mm -hmm. yeah so thank you adidas you know for I mean, stepping up yeah i think there's certain nice certain stepping up huh that was good i don't know like i don't like it when people push their own agendas but I do think there's just like a baseline value system of respecting people and not being a dick Can yeah we just respect people and don't be a dick I think that's it pride is great 
But I think pride sometimes crosses over into hate. And that's Easily where it's on any side. It's honestly. not cool. Like, right. Be have pride, celebrate, but don't be a dick. Don't hate. Until next pride. time. Oh, wait, we have to plug our oh, go for it. Yeah. Last thing. Right. If you haven't listened to our last episode, do because I talked about uh the sleeping sickness. And I talked about freeing Brittany Griner, who her did uh, not get freed since appeal, their last podcast and we're upset about it. Her appeal was not accepted, and now she's facing going to a Russian penal colony. Mm-hmm. So sad. It's up to negotiations at this point. Her wife is really wanting us to just be sure that we are not like forgetting about social pressure. Her wife, like we need to keep this in the forefront. If you'd like to support our podcast, the best way is to be our patron on Patreon. It's only a dollar and you can get mental health advice from three therapists for free. Well, no, because it costs a dollar for a dollar. (laughs) <laughs> like and subscribe i mean you like and subscribe no like and subscribe you can follow us, oh, on, hi, girl. You can follow us on, on youtube podbean like youtube like and subscribe we're on spotify itunes all those all those places music places but uh, we're honestly trying to build up the youtube channel so feel free to go check us out you can actually see what we sound like sound like what we see like <laughs> what you see like I'm just going to end that there. Until next time. (laughs) Trust no one. Question everything. Don't kill monkeys. Support your people and your youngins. They deserve it. Help Help our next become the best. Bye. Bye.